Welcome to Blooming, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings, navigating how to grow up. I'm Tessa. And I'm Britt. And we'll be your co-hosts. This week we are talking about Tessa's recent adulting milestone, moving out for the very first time. As this is something that many 20-somethings experience, we hope that it will help you prepare, be relatable or create a sense of nostalgia for your first time flying the nest. And of course, we will also be bringing you our adulting wins and fails from the week and adulting 101 resources. But firstly, I forgot to say last week that I loved seeing in our Monday polls how enthusiastic everyone was about vacuum cleaners. (laughs) I love that. I also love that only one person sent an air fryer recipe that wasn't based on potatoes. (laughs) Um, That's because potatoes are life, all right? (laughs) These are people after my own heart. Um, I legit think though that I was the only one who voted no, and yes, I do vote in our own polls because I want my opinion to count too, <laughs> to matter. Um, so I was the only one to vote no when it came to the vacuum cleaner thing. <laughs> and then I'm also glad that I was not alone and not knowing what the delay timer was. Yeah, okay. That did surprise me, but I hope some people went and had a look and it's now changed their lives too. Not me though, I can't find <laughs> it on mine. <laughs> Um, and also Tessa you have to give the people an update how is the coffee making going um I don't know if I've actually made any coffee since we last (laughs) recorded to be honest haven't had any guests over well no guests that have wanted coffee but I I do realize though that I don't actually have any tea in the house (laughs) so when someone asked for a cup of tea I failed there so I (laughs) added it to my grocery list to get tea the next time do you not drink tea oh wait the hot Hot liquid liquid thing thing. yep yep sorry can't do it But anyway, Britt, how was your week? I have had a busy week, like lots of running around to appointments and trying to catch up on my life admin after my little mini break last week, um, which led into Mother's Day weekend. I had lunch with my mom and my nan, which was so nice. Um, All three generations in one room. So cute. I've been having some thoughts and I want to see what you think. Are we about to get a Brit rant? Yes. I don't know if it's just me, but Mother's Day for me is about spending time with my mom and not so much about the presents, but about doing something to show my mom that I love and appreciate her. I do like organizing something for my mom, like an experience we can do together so that we have that memory or making or buying something sentimental and meaningful. I just, I don't know, every year when we get to Mother's Day and Father's Day, I have the same feelings about how the retail industry kind of just takes the holiday and runs with it, which I also completely understand because like a business has got to make money and create clever marketing campaigns to capitalize on events like this. But I guess I find it interesting how it can so easily just become another birthday. Like I have no problem with buying gifts for people, but yeah, just as long as you've put some thought behind it into why, like it's not just something random that they said they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Like you want it to be personalized and a bit special. Yeah, I agree. And I agree with the experience thing. So every year for Mother's Day, you guys can steal this hint because it's a great Mother's Day present. <laughs> um, just every year I take mum out to dinner and a movie so that we like get to do something together and it's something we both enjoy doing mm. rather than like a birthday where I'd buy her something that like she wants or needs. And she would look forward to that each year as well. Yeah, exactly. And it makes the thinking about what I have to get her for <laughs> Mother's Day so much easier. <laughs> well, I mean, in saying all of this, I do end up coming back to our love language chat because I understand that everyone has different ways of showing love, which we've talked about on a previous episode. Which I feel like we can link in the show notes. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
obviously I rate quality time higher, but I think giving and receiving gifts is still supposed to have meaning and thought behind it. I would love to know how a blooming community feels about Mother's Day. Um, so we'll add something to our Monday poll. So please keep an eye out for that and let us know your thoughts about Mother's Day. But anyway, that was just my little brain dump. Um, I'll put a sock in it now. How was your week, Tessa? My week was good. Like we mentioned, we had Mother's Day, which in my family is like very low key. Mm. I don't know. My mum's a straight up chiller. She like doesn't care. And she also doesn't like, I don't know. She would be like happy with if you gave her like a $2 notebook. Like yeah. she's so easy to please. <laughs> my mum was like, I just want you to be happy. Yeah. My mum was like, <laughs> I am um, I'm happy for us to just like work around what everyone else has planned. Yes. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> it's about you. <laughs> um, whereas like all the family, we want to get together and see her and be like, we love you. And so this is like separate from our movie date. We do that on a different time. But also I just want to say, I'm so stoked with how many people got around, like our mums coming onto yes. the podcast. Like they might have to make regular appearances. I people know. frosted. They were pretty flattered as well. <laughs> but yes, also relevant to this episode topic and not last week's, I also went to my first ever committee meeting for our body corporate. And mm. wow, let me tell you. That was an experience. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was. It like started at six and went till nine. Oof. And I was just observing and whoa, like a lot of personalities in one room. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, I'm going to like completely go off on another route <laughs> and say, have you ever had anything lost in the mail? As in like bought something and it's been yeah. lost in the mail? Oh, I don't think so. So I think I like have had times when I've assumed it's lost because it's taken so long, but then it has eventually turned off. So what happened to you? Long story short, I got a beautiful and very expensive bag using gift cards. I'd like been saving up from a few occasions, like for my birthday and stuff. Um, And I'm going to say where I bought it from because they've actually been amazing. And it was David Jones. So they've been so great. Shout out to them. Been amazing throughout this process. But um, within like a few months of me buying it, one of the side zips broke and Mm. it was like it was like a $500 bag which is a lot of money for me and it's like something I'd like asked people to contribute to and and, like saved up for a while yeah yeah for sure and so I like returned the bag and they were going to ship me a new one on the same day and so the shipping company says on their end that it's like on David Jones end that it's been delivered on my end it says that the booking was never picked up and the bag is nowhere to be found oh really yeah which yeah like it's a lot of money for little old me so I'm a little bit stressed and especially like because yeah as you mentioned I'd be like same saving and dreaming of this bag having this for like yeah over a year and you finally got it in the approach yeah so if any of our buds have some advice on what to do in this situation what like, so what is up. is David Jones saying they so are waiting or something yeah so they're like talking to the shipping company yeah. and trying to figure out like Where's the where, bag? What's happened, essentially. Um, but also, they were, like, so bad. So it felt so bad because, like, they were, like, oh, you, like, paid for same-day shipping. <laughs> and so, like, we're going to give you a refund for your same-day shipping. And so they like, called me up and I was, like, I don't think I actually paid for shipping. Like, I'm happy to take your $15, but, like, I don't think I actually paid for shipping because I returned it in store and they, like, did it all. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so I was – 
took the moral high road. Oh, and that's good. Was honest and didn't take the fifteen dollars. <laughs> well, hopefully you get the good karma then, and the back shows up. Exactly. If not, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> oh, I'll have my fingers crossed for you. I'll have to like give us a little update. Anyway, should we jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, it is time for our adulting wins and adulting fails from the week. Yes, hello, it is me, back with another cooking fail. Oh no. Are we surprised? No. No. <laughs> well, it's also actually a series of cooking fails. You're welcome. Also not surprised. <laughs> so, since moving out, I can tell you the smoke alarms do work. That's which great. Is great. Good to know. <laughs> I did set it off by burning my toast <laughs> what how um, much did you burn this toast I mean I didn't think it was a lot I still ate it it's oh not <laughs> probably not healthy don't do it often um but so that was one two burnt my finger the first time I used the oven this is irregular yep mm-hmm. but this is yeah I just completely missed the tray with the tea towel and got my finger Ugh. um which was it was actually a pretty bad one. It was really blistered. It was not not a bad. Not great. I'm actually kind of expecting you to evolve, like your body to evolve after all, like the Ooh, the cooking has. It's like maybe you will like <laughs> form a tougher skin oh on your gosh. hands or something because they c- get burnt so often. I could become a superior human. <laughs> yeah. Evolution is it me? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Um, but then this one, this coming up one, is the most rogue <laughs> and random of the them all. So. I burnt not a finger, not a hand, but both hands from cutting up a jalapeno. Like, I'm sorry, what? Wait, what do you mean a jalapeno? Like, like a chili. Like a raw one? Yeah, like a raw chili. Oh. Like, did you know that could happen? I'm confused that raw chilies are called jalapenos. I thought they're only jalapenos when they're like pickled. I don't know. The recipe just said it was a jalapeno. So that is, I've learned something new every day. I had no idea. I mean, it's probably just a chili, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway. I'm going to look that up later. But did you know that they can burn you? <laughs> I think I've evolved <laughs> to chilies because I don't really um, have like a reaction to chili much. Like it, I could eat like a lot of chili and I don't have a reaction. Well, chili is fine for me. Like mm. just a normal red, like one of those red long mm. chilies. But this was like a green... And it was your skin. And it was my skin. And I didn't know that that could happen. But then I was talking to people about it and everyone else knew it was a thing. So I then felt like an idiot. (laughs) But yeah, but it was like um, like a delayed reaction too. Like I cut it up. Like it said finely diced. So I finely diced it. And then I like cooked the rest of it. And like I'd washed my hands with soap and everything. But as soon as I sat down to eat, my hands started like, fully burning and going Mm. bright red and I was like oh my gosh like am I having an allergic reaction (laughs) to something I've not even eaten anything yet like what have I touched and it took me ages to figure out that what was going like what it was and then um I like googled it and it said yeah you can burn your skin by cutting up like hot Chili is a hot, yeah. Wow. Yeah, like is that a common thing or that's just a thing that happens to me because it feels like something that just happens to me. I have heard of it before, but I don't think it's that common. Yeah, oh, just because I'm an I idiot. And maybe, yeah, anyway, I, look, I've bought gloves now so I can <laughs> so I can cut them up without issues. But um, oh, there's I'm glad you're nothing, safe for the future. <laughs> I know, but there was nothing I could do about it except like I didn't even enjoy my food because my Aww. hands were like fully burning. And I just like 
took myself to bed holding like JJ brought me like a cold water bottle and I was just like <laughs> holding the water bottle. That is so tragic. Like, fell asleep. After you cooked a whole meal, you don't I even know. get to enjoy no, it. It was so sad it's and now I'm like terrified to touch it. Like this is why I shouldn't cook. <laughs> like just as I shouldn't I shouldn't be trusted. And then like went to boxing the next morning and they're still burning. Like they were still burning close to 24 hours after I'd Whoa, done it. Whoa, that's a lot. Crazy hey. Yeah. And I also touched my top of my eyelid when so that no. was also burning. Yeah. Um but anyway, that was me. What about you? <laughs> oh my gosh you're such a hazard <laughs> um okay my fail actually yeah I'm not alone in the fails this week okay yeah I have another fail I think I've had a few fails in a row which is a bit Join also the tragic my fail actually involves my beloved vacuum cleaner oh my gosh, no. look we had a fight and I told her we needed some time apart does she have a name <laughs> actually I haven't named my new one my old one was a robot and his name was Corey um because Nile always used to like rile Corey up and like they'd fight <laughs> but um no I haven't named my new one well oh. maybe we should put it out to the bud community <laughs> what should name. I name my vacuum cleaner? yeah I would love your best vacuum cleaner names please we could like no, I'm not going to commit to sending someone a prize for getting the best name because we both have no money. <laughs> we'll send you a chili. <laughs> a jalapeno. <laughs> um, no, okay. So I got when I got home from um, my mini vacay, I was like trying to do all my housework on the night that I got home, which was, that was stupid. Silly. I think I got home at 10 p.m. and I was like, oh my God, oh, I'll just do this now. Um, so I was like, do you ever like kind of get into a bit of a rush where you're like doing a bunch of different chores at one time? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um. I I do it to myself all the time. I'm like, I'll start this and then I start another chore and then I start another chore. You're assuming that I do chores. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I do it. It's so stupid. And then I like fluster myself and end up doing This is what happens shit. when I cook. I get flustered. Right. And it's because I'm trying to do too many things at once. Mm. Yeah. So I was trying to vacuum and I was also trying to unpack and I was also trying to like, I think I was about to get in the shower or something, but then I decided How I wanted to vacuum. these things? collide I don't know so I was rushing the vacuum cleaning job and um we had also just got new curtains I went Tessa helped me yeah (laughs) she was already going and I was like oh can you just pick up some new curtains for me it's so annoying to go to Ikea or like (laughs) exactly expensive to get them delivered happy to help a gal out (laughs) so put them up and I love them they look great but they're a bit long yeah you didn't send me pictures Mm. I asked you to send me pictures because they don't look good yet because they're a bit Mm. long and so I'm trying to vacuum and I went over the the curtains accidentally and the curtain went straight off the vacuum cleaner (laughs) actually I've done that before (laughs) and these are like are they like kind of sheer they're sheer and they're white this exact same thing and so my floors were a bit dirty after four days away um and so there was already a bunch of like dirt in the vacuum cleaner and they went up the vat like the nice white (laughs) went up the vacuum cleaner and um I was like am I gonna be able to get this out anyway I just kind of like broke down in a second then and was like it's too much and look he was like just get in the shower because I was like literally half dressed trying to vacuum the house (laughs) and unpack and so I got in the shower and he he um like patted it and whatever put whatever on it and we got it out so it was all fine but this is just yes an adulting fail because I just (laughs) 
do this to myself and I fluster myself and I need to just slow down with my chores and like and not do them do, at like 10 p.m. At actually night. do them right and not just rush through them and like break more things mm, happens to the best of us <laughs> Okay, so as we said in the intro, I am going to be talking to Tessa today. I mean, we always talk to each other, but this is is a special occasion. Yes, it's about how, as you all know, she moved out recently. I feel like that's all I've talked about on the podcast. So we need to get it all out in one episode. And then I will never talk about it again. She had a little bit of a different journey to me, so we're going to deep dive into that. Um, To set the scene, how long had you lived in the one location prior to moving out? So literally my entire life, all 26 (laughs) years. um, So I was literally brought home from hospital to this house. And fun fact, my dad was also brought home from hospital to that house. So my grandparents, my dad's parents actually built it. So it's like very sentimental. Like my grandma designed it and my granddad built it by hand. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's like quite... I guess like, yeah, like a little meaningful place for our whole fam. Okay. So yeah, a huge connection to the place. Can you tell us what the process was like packing up your life after establishing yourself in the same place your whole life? I'm not going to lie. It was a lot. I've like obviously packed for like big trips before and like lived overseas, but I've always had like my room to come back to. Like I feel like home and yeah, especially my bedroom has always been like my kind of safe place and like it felt like a lot to give up um like let's be real I love my bedroom it's seen a lot like as anyone's bedroom like especially when you're growing up like the good the bad the ugly like slumber parties when you're teenagers I was dumped at least twice in that bedroom (laughs) like just like so many different memories and things that like happened there so I don't know. I feel like people can relate to that, right? Like saying goodbye to your room. Like that is like kind of a rite of passage that we all go through at some stage. And like when JJ and I started first talking about potentially buying somewhere and moving out, I was like really terrified and Mm. also really sad, which I mean was weird because I was also really happy and excited. So I think the overall feeling I felt was like really conflicted. Like I felt like I was giving up a lot, but to also gain a lot. Um, And yeah, I felt like once we started talking about it, I was just like catching myself all the time, just like looking around my room and like reminiscing and being like, man, I just love my room. Like how am I going to give it up? But I think because it was like quite a long process from when we first started talking about it to like actually buying that was good in some ways because it meant I could actually like appreciate it and come to terms with it yeah Yeah. for sure and like yeah I feel like when we started actually looking I also that's when I started to slowly pack up my stuff because I knew that I was going to need time to like process and Mm. my room had become so cluttered by that stage and in some ways I think doing it early kind of helped me to begin to like detach myself a little as I moved slowly moved things out of it and it wasn't the same space anymore um because also I definitely get way too attached to non what's the word non inanimate objects like non inanimate 
<laughs> inanimate objects. Yes, yes, I get way too attached. Like boxes. Um, <laughs> like boxes. Uh, so yeah, definitely exciting, but also like super draining and emotional. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of just touched on this, but I imagine you would have accrued a lot of things after living in one room for so long. What was your process of sorting through everything? Like (laughs) what to take, what to donate, what to throw? Yeah. So cluttered, as I said, is an (laughs) understatement. I'm, but in saying that, like, I'm pretty good at throwing things out, like or donating things regularly. Like for example, if an item of clothing has not been in my, on my body in a year, see ya like you're yeah, gone that's cutthroat um, yeah very cutthroat because I do hate clutter so when it came to like the actual <laughs> it's like clutter <laughs> clutter of inanimate objects but you yes. get rid of the stuff that's like could be useful <laughs> I don't know it's weird I, I don't know but um yeah so like I feel like when it came to like the actual packing up and moving thing that wasn't too big of a job because most of what was cluttering my room at that stage were like the things I'd been hoarding and storing that we were actually going to need at the new place. Like example, like, I don't know, glasses that I was given at my 21st birthday or like, mm, like right. things like that. Um, yeah. And then like a lot of the remaining clutter was <laughs> like purely sentimental things. Mm. And that's the things that I struggled to like part with, but also like wouldn't really be valuable to anyone except for me I don't think yeah um so at like one stage mum and I was like sitting there and I was going through my memory boxes do you have memory yeah. boxes is yeah that a thing? <laughs> I think we've had called? this conversation yeah. before because obviously like I only moved out a few months before you and at the same time we we're kind of comparing like <laughs> I kept every ticket <laughs> like plane ticket that I've ever been on. Oh my God. I stopped like, I think this last few years, <laughs> yeah. but like, it was obviously really exciting when I went on my yeah. first plane. So I kept all of my plane tickets or actually any ticket from my first trip overseas. Oh my God. <laughs> actually, I did that. I did that. But do you know like, what I found? Random like train tickets. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I want to admit this. Do you know what I found that I'd been hoarding? What? all of my hospital wristbands like when you're admitted to hospital and you get like a wristband that's pretty unique I'd kept all of them and I was like why well I know I was admitted on this date <laughs> anyway it's safe to say I did throw those out because yeah. ain't probably nobody gonna them. want them <laughs> probably no future use you can't reuse the same wristband yeah but going through those boxes like it's like a pretty emotional process and sure. like reminiscing on it and like choosing what to like keep and what to throw away and like what we could donate um but if I'm being honest most of that I kept and am storing um but I did still go through everything Mm. I just kept most of it um what I did do was a pretty big cull of like my wardrobe and my books and my makeup because I had had some of that makeup for way too long it would have been disgusting disgusting <laughs> um I'm pretty sure makeup does have an expiry so that's pretty does. good I'm you did that. certain mascara you can only keep for like a year I definitely have some mascaras oh, that I've had for like four years I don't even think I don't even think it's a full year but yeah maybe six keep months. going yeah. anyway I'm not good at that let's be real <laughs> but I think like yeah across all of this the key was like I mentioned before just to do it slowly like I started really early so I could be prepared and wouldn't feel rushed and like I just kind of like chipped away at it so it wasn't like a race to moving day um or like an overwhelming exactly task. yeah for sure and so like that example I mentioned before essentially if I hadn't thought about it 
used it or looked at it in a year, then obviously it wasn't that important to me and could be said goodbye to. Um, Mm. And so then everything else, yeah, I took. When it came down to like either throwing out, giving away, selling or donating, I really focused on whether or not it would like be valuable or useful to someone else. Like I wanted things to be with a happy home if they couldn't be like, if they weren't getting a happy home with me i.e. that had been ignored for at least a year. (laughs) Um, But I also didn't want to be like passing on the problem to someone else. Like if it was just drunk or like damaged or broken beyond repair. So yeah, it was definitely a good cleanse to have. Mm. I would love to know what, like if, if, if anyone in our community has kept random things, like, like, uh, like examples hospital. of tickets or <laughs> hospital wristbands. So we'll definitely add that to our follows oh on God. Monday. <laughs> Please let us know. So you did mention that you made a donation pile. Can you give us some tips on sustainable options when decluttering or sorting through things before a big move? Yes. So as I mentioned, I'm very conscious that like a lot of secondhand stores, like, I don't know, like Vinnie's and Salvo's and Lifeline, does they, I, mm. they do that too, um, can be like overrun with donations, which is like amazing. But I also think sometimes it can be like used as like a bit of a bin or like just making it someone else's problem. So with things of mine that I believe are like quality, like I'll happily donate there, but I want it to be things that have like a resale value and that like people might actually like. Um, So this is like how I did it in like a few ways. So any clothes or accessories I didn't have use for, I just like put in a big bag and then I had my friends and family go through it and take what they wanted when they first came and visited the place. So just like first in best dressed and the remaining stuff I put up to sell on Depop, which is the best if you don't have it and a sneaky recommendation, by the way. Is Depop just clothes or is it? What just clothes. Yes, yeah, okay, so this yeah. was clothes and accessories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And anything, yeah, like I said, anything that doesn't sell there that I do think is valuable and I'm sick of storing, I'll either go to a suitcase rummage or like I guess yeah to try and make some money back on it or I will donate it to a local charity shop and I know Britt you always do so well on Facebook but it just doesn't mm. work for me that well maybe you need to show your tips here and, tricks and there like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't like I, I actually don't know the trick to Facebook marketplace <laughs> I feel like sometimes you get a whole bunch of people and maybe it's like the more people open it the more people see it or Algorithm something things. yeah <laughs> but sometimes like I put something up and nobody sees it is that why so. people always comment like bump to like try and bump it to the top of the newsfeed I'm not sure I have no idea Mm. Facebook algorithms confuse me weird yeah and then for some things I reached out to like specific people that I knew might have a need for that thing Mm. so for example super niche I know but I had all of these dance stockings from when I danced like so many of them and I'm like why the hell am I holding on to these so I messaged a few of my friends that teach dance and like asked if they had any need of them and they did so they all went to new homes and then other things that we'd been collecting for the big move because what we did is like probably for like two years we've just been taking anything and everything people are getting rid of or giving away like for free we just take we just took it all so that we would have options and would save money when it came to the actual move so anything out of that that we didn't end up needing I gave to my siblings who are both moving out a similar time um and then anything else like I don't know like books and knickknacks and random things went to just like a local church jumble sale hmm 
Yeah, I feel like I tried to put like a lot of thought into where things went so that it wasn't just like a, a waste and yeah, so things could find happier homes. Yeah, I love that. Going on a deeper level now. Let's get deep. Talk me through your emotions throughout this process. Was it sad or was it exciting because you were about to embark on a new chapter? So I think I've kind of touched on or alluded to this in like previous stuff we've just been talking about, but it definitely has been a roller coaster with lots of conflicting emotions. I'm like at opposite ends of the scale, feeling happy and sad simultaneously. Wait, what's the word for that? Um, bit bittersweet. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely bittersweet. And I think I mentioned a few eps back that this new chapter is amazing but it also means closing the door on like the best and only chapter I've ever known and I've like yeah I've never known anything else and for someone who doesn't like the unknown or change that is a lot and it's really scary and intimidating and so I think like at first the excitement was like neck level like getting the keys and when we settled and like the first night in the apartment and then it was like super exhausting finishing the packing up and like actually moving and unpacking and then I also think like because of all this there was just like so much going on that it meant there wasn't really time to stop and think and it was like a good distraction yeah. from the emotions of it all yeah um but now that we're like a month in it's definitely like I think hitting me a bit more so like I've probably been a bit more anxious and I guess like homesick in a way which is weird because like I am in my new home. Um, but I just like think it's a big shock to the system that isn't like usually recognized. Like it is a mm. really big move. And I definitely haven't found my footing or confidence in my new neighborhood, even though it's like already a super familiar place for me. But like I'm getting there. You'd be proud of me. I did my very first solo walk this week, <laughs> which is like a big step and something that I used to love doing at home. Like I used to always go for walks by myself, but I hadn't been brave enough to do it here yet, uh-huh. but I did it. And yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm just weird, but I'm definitely experiencing it very differently from JJ because a bit of background into him, he's moved a lot in his life, not just neighborhoods, but countries. Um, so yeah, like moving for him is nothing. And mm. also he spent a lot of time in boarding school as well. So being away from his family is not something that he's like got to adjust to because it's something he's already used to it yeah um but lucky that he's being very supportive and helping with the adjustment I think the important thing for me is that I'm like really happy and like I don't regret the decision or wish I could move back home so I know it's the right move it's just about like getting used to it um and I also think like the big thing for me is kind of realizing that I was never going to be ready to move out you just have to like make the leap and do it Mm, I think it is really easy when when you're doing all the physical moving and stuff to get Mm -hmm. swept up in everything that's going on and you don't you're not actually focusing on what you're feeling Um, you're just trying to get things done so I think it's completely understandable that now everything's settled a little bit yeah that you're now like oh okay this is how I'm feeling about it and I think maybe once you start making memories in a new place that's when you kind of adjust to it and then that's what your homesick will become like that's where you'll long for I agree I feel like right now it feels a little bit like we're just like on holidays at this place yeah like I don't know we've been doing lots of fun things and having people over but it doesn't like it feels like 
oh, like I'm on holiday, not, because oh, I live here. It's not your norm yet. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, we will, uh, well, JJ's already very well adjusted, but <laughs> I will adjust. It's just like, I don't know, weird things like, I don't know, because I think at home, like my bedroom was my only your my, parents me space. Yeah. yeah, sorry, my parents' yeah. house. We, we, they're all home. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like my bedroom was my only space. So I spent a lot of time in there just like, laying in my bed and doing stuff whereas now because it's like our bedroom yeah. I wouldn't necessarily and also now we have like a couch and a living room I wouldn't necessarily it's all your space it's all our space so I'm like <laughs> there are so many different places I can hang out where do I go and like I don't like quite feel comfortable in any of them yet so it's just weird I don't know <laughs> so let's move on to your new home um, your experience was quite different to mine. Do you want to give everyone a quick rundown? Okay, yes. So I won't go into too much detail because we already did like a whole episode on your house burning, buying journey, which I think well, burning. Personally, burning. <laughs> Please don't burn my house down. <laughs> house buying journey, which I think was, yeah, well, firstly, it was a great resource for me, but I think it's a great resource for everyone. And we can link that in our show notes because we don't need to cover all those bases again because those things were quite similar, but there were a few key differences. So firstly, obviously bought an apartment versus a house. So as I mentioned, body corporate, Mm. fun, lots of new neighbors, (laughs) which for an introverted extrovert was brave. Um, We also didn't use a mortgage broker. We just went directly with the bank, which had its pros and cons. Um, we also very luckily got the first place we bid on. So I didn't have that like emotional yeah. losing you somewhere. You guys were super lucky in that aspect. Yeah, super lucky. Um, we also bought off a lender. So this place was like a mortgage repossession, which meant that also had its pros and cons because we were dealing like with a bank rather than with like Instead of a seller. seller. Mm. Yeah. And also for us, our priority was that like the location be about, 50-50 between our two families' places um, above everything else. So That kind of would have helped narrow it down geographically. <laughs> yes, it, it was quite limiting, I will say. <laughs> but, I mean, we got there in the end. That's good, though, sometimes to not have so many options. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But it did mean that our um, list of things we needed to tick off had to be smaller. That's all right. You found what exactly what you wanted. You had your criteria and you found it, which is awesome. <laughs> Tick. Okay, so you've moved in, mm-hmm. you're settling in. Mm-hmm. How did you go about creating a new home base? So like where did you start? I don't really think we had a game plan, especially as a first time mover. I didn't really know what to expect or if like there was a logical order to it. What was the first boxes you unpacked? Yeah, so we started off by bringing in everything like for the kitchen and the bathrooms mm-hmm. because we felt like they would be easy wins to just like take off and get done and I guess there also were things that we probably were going to need sooner rather mm-hmm. than later and then I think we just like kind of built it out from there I know that well I focused on those things while JJ and the boys all brought in the big furniture <laughs> Um, and then I think they probably... Your muscles weren't required. <laughs> well, what muscles? <laughs> um, <laughs> but also I think like the last thing was definitely all of my clothes. Mm. They came in stages because they were alert. This is just a side note, but um, before moving into our current house, I'd never got to set up a kitchen. 
<laughs> like literally choose oh my what gosh, it was so exciting right? I was so excited so like exciting. because we we'd lived in a few like share houses and stuff and I'd helped Lockie like move as well before I was even like living there full time with him and then when we moved back in with my parents my mum had already set up the kitchen like everyone always did it before me and so when we moved in it was such an exciting thing like I know that's so no I'm a silly thing but I was like I'm so excited to decide where everything goes (laughs) I think that the kitchen was my what I was most excited for my favorite thing at my parents' home, um, whatever was in the fridge or the cupboards was like fair game. So like if I went and bought things or like if I meal prepped, fair game, fair game. So I was so excited to be like, I'm going to go home and that what I want is still going to be oh. in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. So true. Yeah. And like, to and you've only able- got one person to blame. So you know exactly where it's exactly. gone. <laughs> and especially like to spread out because at my parents home I was like keeping snacks in my bedroom so that no one would eat them squirreling things away exactly I had to it was cutthroat <laughs> I'm sure anyone who's lived in like a share house or has like siblings would know how you're feeling there so what was it like um unpacking and setting up your new home was it fun or exhausting both <laughs> Definitely both. Um, in your words, though, it was definitely nesting. Yay. Um, and that was so much fun. Like, as you kind of mentioned before, I love picking places to, like, put things and, like, watch it all come together and, like, adding the touches of us. So, like, not even just, like, choosing where the pantry stuff went, but, like, the decoration kind of stuff went. Um I really like that. And then the actual like bringing everything into the apartment and unpacking was not so much fun. That Mm. was exhausting and it was so hot. (laughs) And it was just like, I I, like, to be honest though, we had so many helpers. Like we were so lucky. Oh, that's great. We had so many helpers and we owed a lot of people like a case of beers or whatever (laughs) to say thank you so we had yeah we were really lucky like it really took an army um but I actually think like one of the funnest parts of it was well two two fun parts of it the first part was like the first night we stayed there um before we had any furniture in there and we literally slept on an air mattress but it was just like the novelty of (laughs) it and then the second fun part was like the first day where everything was done and it was just JJ and I at the apartment and we could just like enjoy the space just us you weren't like stepping over boxes or like like trying to get around things yeah like when we had a tv and we could sit down and like watch them them Netflix like just the normal stuff I think it's a dream to move into a place and have everything set up in the first day like I actually don't know anyone that's had that experience like everyone's been on like camp chairs or camping Mm -hmm. tables or like yeah watching tv on the floor eating dinner on the floor for a day or two so that is really nice when it's all set up for sure you can breathe yeah I feel like we didn't have any downtime for like the first two weeks because we were just like running around like trying to put things get things done when you weren't working yeah for sure and also just like boring things like catching up on washing that hadn't been done because yeah yeah. so you had never moved before for any of our listeners who have never had to move do you have any tips for first-time movers do I ever (laughs) yes so number one 
I've said it already, but I'm going to say it again and again and again, (laughs) start packing early, like give yourself time, space and energy to pack everything up and sort through everything. Like don't try and sort through and cull at the same time as packing because I think like everything just gets messy. So I kind of like sorted through things, decided what I was going to take and then packed rather than trying to do it like at the same time. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I definitely did it at the same time. <laughs> How did you find that? confirm or deny whether it was enjoyable <laughs> or not. <laughs> um, so number two is start, I like kind of touched on this before, but like start hoarding house stuff early. So things that I would get, was given for my 21st, I held on to, um, was just grateful for anything and everything. Like if we saw something on the side of the road that people were giving away, we like grabbed that. Like if people were like, if a friend of a friend was moving and like was downsizing or whatever, we take stuff from that. Like we looked at like marketplace, all yeah, those things. People always put stuff on marketplace for free. Yeah, exactly. So we just like we tried to be savvy about it. Like we really didn't want to have to buy anything brand new if we didn't have to. Um, Especially as your first stuff and when you've just spent all your money, it's a nice help. Yeah, for sure. And so it does mean that like, We've now got a very eclectic mix of furniture in our place. It doesn't necessarily all combine together. <laughs> that's okay. But that's okay. Um, but we also, the things that we knew we were going to have to buy, we started buying things early so that we could spread it out across pace. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, so things that we knew we yeah, we were going to need, we wanted to just like spread out our costs. Mm. Um, and that meant that we just weren't, so stressed at the end and it also meant that we weren't stressed trying to be like oh we don't have this we don't have that we have to quickly go and buy something while we're moving that was definitely my experience I remember telling you like I was like oh wow yeah didn't actually cater for this much money at the end it was actually good because we didn't have any money left (laughs) after paying for all the house stuff so we wouldn't have been able to buy anything. <laughs> you wouldn't have a washing machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and the next one, number three, pack things in a, like in an order and label wisely. I did this and oh let's God, just another say... Another thing I wish I did. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say JJ didn't. Well, actually, that's what I was going to say. I wish Lockie did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't unpack JJ's things. Why were you unpacking No, Lockie's he things? packed my things oh, and no. then I couldn't find anything. Oh, no. Well, I was like, what bag would this be in? And he's oh, like, no. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think maybe because I started early, I like had time to do that. Whereas JJ just like chucked everything the week yeah. before into bags. And I'll just say that you can probably guess who was unpacked much quicker than the other, <laughs> um, even though they have significantly more stuff, i.e. me. <laughs> um, so number four, one of the first things you should do is make your bed. Because after you've had a whole day of moving, you do not want to make your bed before you get into it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So that's like a tip that I was given. Is that Like you, when you get to the place. Yeah. When you get to the place, as soon as you can, make the bed. So that not at the end of the day, when you're trying to go to bed, you have to make it. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Another one is just like start making decisions. Like at one point I was so overwhelmed with everything and like where everything had Which to go. Which should I do first? Yeah. Like, and so mum and dad came over as backup and they were just like pointing at things going like, right, where's this going? Like <laughs> quick, make a decision. Three, two, one. And even if like 
like I think I was getting stuck on the fact I was like well if I put it here I'm not gonna be able to move it you're gonna be able to move it like <laughs> just because it ends up there doesn't mean it's there forever oh my so gosh how funny just make the decision <laughs> you can always like rejig the entire room later exactly yeah. exactly um another one is put all your essentials that you need for the first little bit in one spot so you don't have to like go hunting for your toothbrush or undies <laughs> like mm-hmm. have all the essentials in like one spot even I don't know pack a bag for the first 48 hours love that that was another tip I was given yeah can't claim that I made that one up myself <laughs> and this one we all know my final tip is going to be make a million lists for everything like literally lists will be your best friend whether that be for things you need to set up like wi-fi and insurance to things you need to buy or like things you need to get fixed on the place like I did this full-on moving guide with dates and everything like this is the date we're moving in this is the date this person's coming to install this this is the date this is coming this is when we need to do our first grocery order like oh my god I made so many lists like this is all the things that we have to buy still like yeah yeah I like that one I kind of did something similar but Lockie and I just like shared our calendars which is so handy because then we both know like if someone books something or Mm. if someone's away we always like can tell and then set up our life like if I need to take Nala to the vet because he's got something else like everything like that Mm. so you did mention that you put sheets on your bed on the first night and you've been slowly unpacking so you have been feeling a bit homesick but has it felt like home yet um in many ways but I feel like I just yeah like have lots of homes now like I still call like you pointed out that I called my parents home home still so like I still call that home and I feel like I just have like more than one home now so like my in my family we've started now saying that like my family home is home 1.0 then my home is home 2.0 then my brother's place is home 3.0 and when my sister gets into her place it'll be home 4.0 so like based on when we got them so it's like become this thing that like to my family each one of our homes still feels like home to each other, which I think is like a bit wholesome. Yeah, you just have lots of home bases. Yeah, lots of home bases. Makes and sense so to you guys, to the outsider. Very confusing with <laughs> very all the numbers. Confusing, <laughs> but it makes sense to us. And yeah, so I feel like I just, I feel like it, no matter how long I'm going to have lived out of home, my family home's always still going to feel like home. And yeah. this is always going to. But this place will probably just start feeling more and more like home too. Well, thank you so much for sharing some insight into your journey to finding your new home. I hope it wasn't too boring for anyone, but I also hope that like, hopefully some people can get some tips because it was a learning process for me. Yeah, there was definitely good tips in there about especially like moving and preparing yourself prior as well as unpacking there. Like I wish I had heard this before my moving (laughs) journey because it would have gone much smoother. What can I say? I was just born for this. Just a natural. (laughs) I also did a lot of Googling. (laughs) Next minute won't move for the rest of her life. Well, I mean, (laughs) I actually wouldn't be mad about that. (laughs) Firstly, because moving is hard and no one tells you how hard it is and how draining it is. But also, I'm like very sentimental. I'd be happy to live in the one place my whole life like my dad. (laughs) As always, we're going to end on our Adulting 101, our weekly resource or recommendation that we found helpful in navigating our 20s. Britt, what's on your list this week? 
Okay, so I have an episode of The Cut. Have you ever listened to The Cut? I've only listened to like a few episodes that you sent me being like, hey, you'd be really interested hmm. in this, but I'm not like- Did you listen li- to them? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's but good. But I'm not like a religious listener. I go in and out of them. So I feel like when I have caught up on certain podcasts, then I expand out into them, especially when they, they'll have episodes on topics that I'm particularly interested in. Yeah. So you like go through and pick and choose which topics you like. Yeah. Don't you? I don't listen to everything. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I have to listen to, if I start something, I have to listen to the whole thing. Oh like every single episode. Everything. Yes. Even if I hate it, if I've started it, I can't. That's oh my crazy. God, I suck. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> no, I don't. But I mean a little. <laughs> well, this episode did catch my eye. It's called 30 Flirty Thriving. You remember the movie, um, well, it's they refer to it as 13 going on 30, but I always knew it as suddenly 30. Yeah, so that's because I've like come across this before and I was like, what? I looked it up, did some Googling. It's because it's like was branded differently and released under a different name here than it was right. overseas. I don't know why they do it. There are a few movies they have yeah. done it for. There's one like Zac Efron movie. I think that movie, Are We Officially Dating or something? Yeah. That right. was labeled something else overseas so interesting weird like so confusing the Australian audience isn't that different I would think from like the American audience and yet they think they have to change the name anyway well so suddenly 30 is also a better name but that's fine Um, so in this they talk they talk about that movie so host Avery oh my god I'm gonna butcher it how do you say that truthful woman I'm sorry Avery (laughs) is grappling with entering her third decade and looks for parallels between the movie and her life so she is single living in New York and working in media so that's so nice pretty similar to the movie Um, I mean the living in New York thing and working in media I'm happy in my relationship (laughs) (laughs) um but because she's not exactly sure she's ready for marriage kids settling down and all that um, putting my hand up there she poses the question that maybe she's the bad Jenna that will end up looking back at her life and feeling like she's been leading a shallow life um, just because she has been prioritizing her career and having fun. And I thought that this was an interesting episode because I feel like crossing over the threshold of adulthood and asking yourself all of these questions about your priorities moving forward is a common feeling for a lot of people I know. And I know we've spoken about this on the podcast before. So I definitely think it'll be a good one for our Blooming community as I think a lot of people will relate to the sentiments that they discuss in yeah, the episode. I feel like I want to listen to that. That mm, sounds like it's really, really interesting. interesting. She also does get to interview um the people that uh, wrote Suddenly 30. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and the um actress from the movie both um the younger actress. Okay. So the one that's 13 yeah Jenna <laughs> Jenna yeah the 13 year old Jenna I she pops up on my TikTok sometimes the actress mm. and she the other day put on the like one of the costumes that she wore oh as a gosh. 13 year old in that movie and it still fit her oh that's so like, wild oh my gosh that is crazy I would, that's amazing that she got to keep the outfit yeah I don't know how that works like, <laughs> but yeah it was cool I also just want to acknowledge that I definitely by saying that suddenly 30 is definitely a better name for the movie proof their point entirely that Australians want different things than Americans (laughs) (laughs) there you have it no but that that was my episode what do you have this week so I mentioned in our adulting wins and in my case fails well in both of our cases (laughs) fails earlier that um I've been doing like a little bit of cooking and with recipes specifically Marley spoon recipes yeah so we always like 
well, when I say we, I, and I just brought JJ along for the <laughs> ride, always planned that like for the first little bit of us moving out, we'd have to do, some, well, not we'd have to, but I'd like to do something like Marley Spoon um, for the first little bit, just so that like while we found our footing and like had a bit on our hands, like a bit going on. You didn't on, have to think about planning Yeah, I didn't have to think about planning yeah. it or like. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And also they were offering a deal. Well, I feel like they're always offering deals, but. Especially new customers. I'm pretty sure yeah. you get so much money off whatever. Yeah, we got $100 off, I think $100 off, something like that, off our first five boxes. And mm. we wanted to save some cashola because that worked out being cheaper than like what we'd need if we had to buy groceries. Um, and we also did Marley Spoon specifically because they seem to be a bit better for dietary requirements oh, than okay. a few of the other ones, like from what I've heard and seen. But anyway, it's like being a game changer in terms of making sure we haven't just been like Uber Eatsing all the time, which mm. I feel like is really tempting to do when you're like exhausted, exhausted. at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, or like, or haven't done a grocery shop yet because you've been doing all this stuff or don't even know where the grocery shops are. Mm. Um, and it's also really good for someone like me who A, can't really cook and <laughs> B, could eat literally the same very basic meal all day every day which let's be real JJ would get sick of ASAP so we need some more variety in our lives and yes before you say it JJ could cook too but for right now I've actually chosen that I will do the cooking and left him to do the cleaning because I just wanted to see how that goes as long as you're divvying up tasks I yeah, think that's fine he's exactly. still contributing exactly um and I just like thought like most of the recipes would be like pretty foolproof or Tessa friendly because they claim to be like six steps in 30 minutes that's a lie <laughs> I will just say oh so my gosh I hate when they do that yeah it's like six steps but one step has six steps within it yes. and I'm like what no yeah. so it usually takes me double the amount of time because <laughs> you're not alone there that's happened to me as well yeah, but I also get like really flustered when they're like put this on and then in the meantime, prepare these. And I'm like, I can't prepare those quick enough before the, that thing needs doing more stuff with. And so I just get like flustered and burn myself. Yes, we can we can hear that. Yeah, it like, really stresses me out. And I like, can't, I'm hoping, I'm the way, like I'm forcing myself to do this because I want to get more comfortable like doing cooking. that. Like, yeah, cooking. And I feel like it's something that I should like try and stop burning yeah. yourself on things yeah exactly and <laughs> know um, how a kitchen operates <laughs> <laughs> exactly um and so yeah and like we also want to like just try a few dishes see what we like and like keep the recipe cards and then yeah. like make them again yeah have them on um, hand but yeah like I mentioned it's not been all rainbows and butterflies there's been those kitchen injuries and um I would also say portions were real well were they are quite generous and so we can usually get two dinners and a lunch like, mm, that's for good. me out of it which is like good even if I have to like I don't know bulk it up with some extra veggies or whatever so yes didn't you also say that um JJ was able to order some that were pre-made like you didn't yeah. have to cook I thought that was really good because a yeah. lot of the other meal delivery ones I mean like ingredient delivery ones or whatever it's only the ingredients it's never a ready meal like that's not yeah. an option they do a few ready to heat mm. or ready ready to heat ready to eat ready to go ready to go I don't know <laughs> what the official term is um but yeah and so that you just have to put them in the microwave which yeah. is really good for his microwave lunches. ready yeah microwave no I don't, no, I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so you don't have to cook them and I've not tried them but they smell really good so yeah. I'm sure and it's just like good for him for like lunches or if like we have a 
late night or yeah. whatever. It's good to have that option as well. Yeah, and they look like, I don't know, some other of those kind of meals I've seen like in Coles or Woolworths or whatever and they never really catch my eye. They kind of look a little yeah. bit new or like the portions are really small whereas these ones, like they look really good. So, hmm. yeah, and so, yeah, it's good for me as well because it means I don't have to cook so much. Mm, good resource. Thank you for listening to another episode of Blooming featuring, well, just us this week. (laughs) If you are enjoying our podcast, please let us know by leaving a rating or review and also by hitting the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. And you know you can come find us on social media if you want just a little bit more. We're on Instagram at blooming.podcast. And we want to see how you guys are listening to Blooming or like using one of our adulting resources. So please upload an Instagram story and tag us. And you know you can always DM us too. We want to hear your thoughts on this episode and what topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. And don't forget to tune into our weekly Monday polls. We've already hinted on a few things that are going to make an appearance this week. So make sure you join the conversation. Chat next week, buds. Bye. Do you want to ask? Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care about you. <laughs> um, actually, do you think? Actually, actually, when decluttering or sorting through things, where, um, bef- <laughs>